in their first 30 years, individuals need to create the foundation for a successful financial life. This foundation needs to include learning good money habits and taking actions that revolve around creating a livable cash income, managing cash expenses, managing debt, and beginning to prepare for the future. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this program, we'll discuss the must-do actions that should be taken to manage your financial affairs by the time you reach age 30. These are the key actions I believe should be put in place. Now, there are numerous other steps that you could consider, other actions that possibly you could take, but these, in my view, are the most important ones. As we discussed in the prior episode, for each financial life stage, there are actions individuals should take to improve their financial outcomes. As I've written in my books and content, I provide general information about financial actions, these must-dos, and I remind you that you should seek out professional advice along the way to find the solutions for your particular needs and your situation. In our last episode, we introduced the first or adulting stage of life that lasts until an individual reaches age 30. And as I told you, that, uh, in my view, is the journey to 30. I call it the journey to 30. In their first 30 years, individuals need to create the foundation for a successful financial life. This foundation needs to include learning good money habits and taking actions that revolve around creating a livable cash income, managing cash expenses, managing debt, and beginning to prepare for the future. Individuals in this stage begin managing their finances for the first time. Now, for some, this can be overwhelming, but in my view, if they keep their focus on the most important actions, the key actions, they can achieve success. So here are the 11 actions that should be taken prior to age 30. Number one, get an education that develops into a living wage. The ability to earn a satisfactory income should be the result of getting an education. Focus should be on pursuing a profession or trade skill and not on just getting a job. The cost benefit of all of your education costs needs to be compared to the income it's going to generate. In my view, an education is only as good as the income stream it provides. Number two, establish a cash plan and use it. The key to financial security in life is positive cash flow, which means having cash income exceed your expenses. A properly constructed and used cash budget is your cash plan. That cash budget should cover your income, living expenses, debt service, savings needs, and putting money away for when you stop working full-time. It will enable you to see if you are making progress towards your goals. And we'll discuss cash budgets in detail in a later podcast. Number three, take full advantage of work-related benefits, such as matching 401k contributions. Now, once you get a job in the adulting stage, one thing to remember is the work-related benefits that you receive can add up to almost 40% of your salary. I want to repeat that, 40% of your salary. So taking advantage of these benefits should be a focus. That 40% includes matching retirement contributions, tuition reimbursement, 
tax advantage accounts for childcare costs, health insurance, and pre-tax transportation benefits. Determine what your company offers and take full advantage of it as you begin to build your cash flow. Number four, put insurance coverages in place. You really do need to get insured and getting insured at young ages in many cases is less expensive. As an adult, you're responsible for protecting yourself, your household, and all of your belongings. When horrible things happen to you, say a trip to the emergency room or a fire in your apartment, insurance may save you from shelling out thousands of dollars all at once. Remember, insurance is cash for future delivery. It's for future delivery when you need it. So please work with insurance professionals to put the proper life, income protection, home, car, and liability coverages in place. Number five, work to get out of debt as quickly as possible. In our country today, debt is a reality for most young adults. Allowing it to linger or worse, grow, can set you back for years to come in the form of greater interest payments and lower credit scores. For your student loans, be sure you have a good repayment plan in place and make use of any available repayment forgiveness or reduction programs. For any credit card debt you have, work to eliminate it as soon as possible, given the sky-high interest rates associated with this debt. With respect to car loans, only borrow to buy the minimum car you need versus what you can budget monthly. Today's very high Vehicle-related debt and operating costs are budget crushers. Number six, build an emergency fund. Insurance coverages that you have won't cover all of the unexpected cash outlays for the expenses you're going to incur. The reason for this is that insurance comes with deductibles, coinsurance, and certain items that it just does not cover. So you need to have cash on hand to fill in the gaps. Some call it a rainy day fund. But remember, and I've learned this in my life, unexpected life events happen, as we've all seen, and the pandemic is a great example. As I've written, you should work to have at least six months worth of living expenses, including debt service, in a safe and easy to access savings account. Contributing to your fund should be a top priority in your budget, especially when you first get started. Aim to sock away at least 10% of each paycheck until you reach your goal and add a boost in that emergency fund anytime you look into some extra cash, such as a bonus, tax refund, or birthday gift. We'll discuss emergency funds in a later podcast because they many times can need to be different for different people. Number seven, start saving for when you stop working. I know that sounds as though it's far, far away, but I will tell you it is not. Once your emergency fund is fully in place, you need to set your sights on saving for the long term when you're going to stop working full time. The sooner you start saving, it's the better for you. And the reason for this is the magic of compound interest or compounding, and time can create great benefits for younger adults. I'll give you just a quick example. If you're a 25-year-old and you put away $100 a month, assuming an 8% return on your money in quarterly compounding, you'll have over $346,000 by the time you turn age 65, $346,000. So the sooner you start, the better the result because of the magic of compounding. Number eight, establish and improve your credit history. In order to establish your credit history and earn a good credit score, you should take on some debt and show that you can manage it. The credit rating along with the credit report on which it is based 
is the key to many milestones in your financial life. A good score means lower rates on credit cards and loans that you need. Also, landlords may consider your score before offering you a lease, and employers might take a look at your credit report during the hiring process. Number nine, one of my favorites, exit the parent's bank. I know you love your parents, and what better way to show them that love is to set them free of your financial responsibilities. I believe by the time you reach age 30, your primary goal is to become financially self-sufficient. You need to get off your parents' payroll. This also means you don't want to resort to, to getting help in a pinch. That's why you have an emergency fund. But in those really extraordinary circumstances, when an illness or accident of a major nature comes up, if you have to reach, your, reach out to your parents for cash, do so maturely and responsibly. Number 10, develop a clean digital history. And I've had this happen in my own family. Remember those uh, party pictures that you have out there and the shots you took at the naked beach that you visited recently? It's time to scrub them and, and remove them from your public image. Like it or not, in our world today, your social media activity is viewable by the entire web surfing world, including all your current or potential employers. It could impact you qualifying for a job. So get your digital act together by searching for yourself online. Add to your personal persona, if you will, that positive persona of who you are by promoting your good deeds on social media. That's okay. For example, your LinkedIn account should be a glowing representation of your professional potential. And if you're an expert on a, a certain topic and you're known for that, show off your knowledge on Twitter, Tumblr, Quora, WordPress, or other sites. Number 11, begin to get your financial documents in order, all of your financial documents. The adulting you, not your parents, should have your birth certificate, passport, social security card, and other official documents. Also, you should have a list of all of your banking and investment accounts, your bills, insurance policies, and make sure you have, of course, all those wonderful online usernames and passwords. Be sure to get details of any funds your parents might have administered for you, such as custodial accounts, or as well uh, as any lingering birthday savings bonds you got when you were quite young. Store all of this important information in a secure place, such as an actual safe, and make sure that the key people in your life, those that you can trust, know where it's located. And as you look at what you should be, the documents you should be accumulating, keep in mind things such as your apartment lease, your roommate agreement, if you have a cohabitation agreement, which is more and more frequent today, more and more common. And again, all of your account passwords, your car registration and title, make sure you have it all. So let me summarize today's episode. Your financial life has discrete stages. Each stage has distinct risk, questions, needs, and responsibilities. You need knowledge, coaching, and resources to successfully navigate each stage. And in this episode, we discussed the adulting stage and the must-do actions you should take. Well, that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financialverse, please visit 
financialverse.com.